Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's hump day with Swanee and friends. Tired-looking Samantha Richards and a caramel mouth-filled Dane Swan. Yeah, probably not the best time to put a caramel. Not as chewy as I thought. I thought I'd be able to go down before we started, but <laughs> you have to bear with me. Right Where up to the microphone. Where are we now, please, Dane? In Florida at the moment. No, it's probably the coldest day. Oh, my, my photo is out there. we go. I'll save it for later. Um I overestimated, I underestimated the, how fucking hard it was going to be. Um, I'm in Florida right now. Uh, coldest day we've had here um, since I've been here, actually, so it's not a bad day to be sitting inside doing nothing. Um, Which you're very good at. But yeah, exactly. Um, I've done a lot to do during the day, so. Um, but and also being, yeah, I've actually realised. Um, now before we get into that, uh, yes, I was in New York for what four or five nights, something like that. And then, then we made our way a week or so ago to um to Taylor's sister's house in Florida. So it's not bad. It's like Melbourne, or like Queensland. It'll piss down rain, then it'll be twenty eight degrees. So yeah, it's about eighteen today, so it's a bit cold. But um, I think it's going to heat up over the, from Wednesday. Nice. Well, Sam and I have got up early just to speak to you because mm. you insisted on speaking to our people. Uh, the selfless guy you are. Well, I'm a man of people. That's what I do. Um, how is it going back there? I, mean, I, I try not to read much of the news, but um, he's got. Don't tell me he's going back in a lockdown. All restrictions. I'm the very, very I'm confident. Not, I'm going to get back there. <laughs> I'm very, very confident. No one's got any idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 What yeah, he's up really to? He's, he's still counting cases, or is that a thing of the past? I think someone uh, counts. Well, we them. don't have the daily politician anymore, which is great. That's yeah. nice. Thank you, fucker. Yep. So, uh, now New South Wales is starting to get a bit high, but they're saying that it's all about hospitalizations, not numbers, and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, what day is this? December 22. No one's got any idea. How are you, Sam? You alive? Um, I'm alive, yes. I'm deep in the pit of the four-month sleep progression. 
which is a real thing. Mm, how's that going? Oh, yeah. He's, you can probably hear him fucking babbling outside the um, office mm, room. I there. can't. I can't. So that's a good thing. That is, that's good. Um, yeah, he's gone from – we were very lucky. Apart from when he was first born because he was a prem, we had to set alarms and wake him up every three hours for a feed. And once we got past that – he only ever woke up once a night, which was what I'm told is a complete dream. And now we're in this sleep regression. He's just decided to add other sleep, uh, like wake ups and feeds in the middle of the night. Like he doesn't run it past me. I put him down and I say, "Look, I'll see you at three o'clock in the morning." And there he goes. About an hour and a half later, he decides to wake up and can't predict. I told him that we were doing this at seven o'clock this morning mm-hmm. for Swanee because he wanted to speak to the people. And I said to him, "Make sure you sleep till eight. And he was awake at five thirty, which is. Not ideal, but we're here. Well, well Dane, Dane is the non-birthing father. Can you relate to this? Um, not the sorry, no. as a not not the yeah. yeah a, um, <laughs> well, not entirely. <laughs> um, the the sleep regression. I think Taylor would have found it hard a little bit, but well, I I went to sleep with headphones on. With like, yeah. I used to sleep with a podcast in, so. <laughs> Same head, but I, I kind of missed the sleep regression. Oh, I had some sleep regression myself, actually. <laughs> two nights ago, or two, two and three I, nights ago, Stephen I, uh, was in the other room, which I thought was smart because I'm that fucking vague. Last night, it's kind of like sleepwalking, except I wasn't walking. I was asleep, but I was trying to put the dummy in Noah's mouth, but it wasn't actually Noah's mouth. It was Stephen's belly button. And he woke up and he was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and because he woke me up, and I was in a daze. Hey, we don't kink shame. We don't. We don't kink shame on this podcast. Yeah, no. exactly. Because he woke me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I panicked, and I thought Noah was in the bed, and that he was rolling onto him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was frantically searching the bed for Noah. He's like, "He's in the bassinet." That's how fucking loopy I am at the moment. I don't know which way's up. You know, you're not you're okay. Well, lack of sleep. Um, but Dane, Dane overcame it through the headphones. And how'd you go uh, catching up with Tate again, Dane? How, how long were you apart? Yeah. About a month, I think, roughly. Um, so a bit of reconnecting time. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I'd have, after about two days, I'd, I'd reconnected enough. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's like what I've realised as of oh, Sam, you don't, you're unaware yet, but you will be, and Ralph, you're obviously aware. Like I thought, I was going on holidays. There is nothing holiday about traveling with a child. It's fucking harder than sitting at home. Really? It's like I've just, it's nothing, there's no holidays about it. Like, it's not like it's Saturday, Sunday, and go, well, I'm just going to keep me fed up, go to the bar and drink all day or have a sleep in. I'm just living in another area. I'm just living. Like, I'm not holidaying. I'm just just raising a baby in another country. <laughs> like, like, when we got to, when we're in New York, because we, didn't have any her, her mum and that weren't there to help babysit. We were up at well, I guess like now like now up at six thirty and we'd you know, walk around New York or take take to see the like, whatever we've seen, the dinosaurs and that <laughs> museum and Santa and <laughs> what? <laughs> to take him to whatever the fuck we see. Why's that funny? <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, there's nothing there's nothing fun about being on holidays with an infant. <laughs> well, it's just like you're at home. They don't carry their so, own bags. Well, every, and I don't know if, if you've ever if you've ever tra- if you've ever travelled in 
um, if you've been to New York, and it's not cheap. So, you know, to have a, a room, like, well, ideally you want two rooms, right? Yeah. And so to have a two-roomed uh, hotel in New York, it, uh, um, it just means hard. So we didn't need no flashy pay. You're asking for like thousands of dollars. So we found one. It was, you know, it was within our budget, yeah. but um, like it was very, very, it was very small as most New York apartments are, or hotels. So, mate, we had to like creep around this joint. Uh, had to once again had to watch TV on subtitles at night because we couldn't put it on for him to be loud. Um, so yeah, it was like it's being. I'm not. I'm not going to say holidays because it's not being away from home with the infant is harder than being at home with them. Like I don't know. I don't know what what enjoyment people get out of holidaying with their babies. I, don't know. I went to New York in 2006 when Charlie was a year old, and one of our great moves was when being obviously lucky enough, but we were able to leave him with the grandparents because yeah, that wouldn't have been fun in New York. Exactly. Yeah, so it's been awesome to, to see and like now we're with Taylor's family, so like Taylor's yep. sister, and then have my three nephews. So that that part's wonderful. But the like, I thought I'm on holidays again. Get up, I can have a beer. Like, you know, keep my feet in the water. <laughs> like, no rest for the wicked. Tells like you haven't had him for a month. You're you're up at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> um, was there much negotiation about that statement? Oh, I tried to fight it. Um, <laughs> my nipples don't leak milk, unfortunately, so there's not much I can do about it. But, but, um, but we don't judge. Yeah, exactly. But New York was fun. Oh, well, funny. So I got to eat some good food and have a bit like, not like we went for nice dinners. We were, in, we're at home by 5 30 every night so you could get ready for bed. Yeah. Um, now we now we're here. We've got obviously his sister, her sister partner, and the kids. So I've got a little bit more help here. But well, they've got three boys. Like I want to say, like seven, nine, and fifteen, or eight, ten, somewhere around that age. So it's not like we can just leave them here and go out and party anyway. So it's um, remember it's it's been nice. It's been nice to be out of um Australia anyway. Like mm. New York, New York had some sticky rules, like with masks, and they had to wear masks everywhere and. Like, I was fucking sick to death of masks. So I was like, Taylor would, they ain't wearing masks. Until someone of law enforcement comes and tells me to wear a mask, I ain't wearing one. Um, <laughs> you rebel. But, yeah. Um, but in Florida, man, they, 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 I was talking to, to a sister and that, and um, man, they've had one week in lockdown this whole time. One the week. The whole time. The whole time. They were in one week. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah, they've had they've had a bit of carnage, COVID wise, but they just don't don't lock down. Is that the difference? Yeah, but apparently he's saying the governor would find businesses if they force them to wear masks, and that they'll give right. the business a ten thousand dollars fine instead of giving the person who walked in with that one. Right. Well, uh, so land of the free. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so it's nice to be over here and not like not that I um, watch the news or pick up the paper or anything, but like no one talks about it. We've been around other people and like. Being out the shopping centres and like just general conversation. Not one. I've not heard one person talk about COVID. The only people who've talked about it are like have when like friends have come over or the brother or you know people figure out that I'm Australian and be like oh, I've heard you guys were like living like you're in North Korea and stuff like that. They're all just bewildered at the fact that <laughs> mate, we had drones flying over our streets to see if people were breaking curfew and you're only allowed out out for an hour. Like people couldn't believe like. Our country, Australia, which so many people like 
you know, I'd love to be there. It's meant to be awesome. Have a, um, like this perfect ideal picture of what Australia is in their head. I couldn't believe that where we'll fucking like in a dictatorship being allowed to leave our house for an hour a day and like have a curfew and drones <laughs> flying over. Like even now it sounds ridiculous. And, and of course, we used to get up for we went through. Oh, yeah, big fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if we go back, you know what? If we go back, you know, I won't be fucking coming home. No, um, that's the point. Well, I don't even know if I'll be. I don't know if I know I'm allowed back home yet. But <clears throat> until 40 seconds up, plan. of course. Well, you still have to give yeah. back in Darwin? Well, that that will be what gets me home earlier. Then. If I don't, well, I'll take the first birthday's mid-Feb. Same day as the Super Bowl, actually. So um, I'm not sure how I'm going to run, run that past the missus. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that's an exception. Do you reckon he, won't, he, he won't remember, remember if you were at his first birthday. Yeah, exactly. Well, if she makes me take him, like on to Suvon, I'll like, and I'll walk out of Super and be like, "Fuck off! I've got me wallet. <laughs> like I've got me keys. I feel like I'm missing something. Where is the Super Bowl? Um, um, it's in a little-known city called Los Angeles. Right. And ah. uh, um, and the thing about it being in LA is, I actually have to visit that city to go home. So maybe I'll just tack it on on the way home, you know. So two bowls on a Sunday, so I'd probably, you know, if I was leaving to go to Melbourne, I'd obviously have to get there on the Thursday or Friday. Obviously. Yep. Mm. So then um, I'd probably stay till the Tuesday. So I think two bowl fits in, in there perfectly. Isn't so, there an AFL, AFL um, uh, G'day LA or something that uh, you could speak at, for instance, just to talk to people that might help? Yeah, sort of fun that. Give back, chat. Yeah, listen. I know many people in LA listen to this podcast, so listen if they're listening, <laughs> just get get in contact. And, and um, and yeah, I'm willing. Listen, I'm willing. Well, it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, well I think so your manager, your manager, yeah, manager works with a large man. Got contacts in America. Yeah, very very large man. <laughs> um, well, I said, well. If he ever spoke to me, he he thought he's um he's two I C messaged me yesterday, but um that's about it. But uh, but yeah, it is it is nice to be back here. Um, I've caused I've caused a lot of nearly caused a lot of accidents though. But because, but, oh, it's been a long time since I've been here, and I kept going left on the sidewalk, especially in New York when there's so many people. Right, and well, I kept going left, and they kept going right. And we end up just fucking stagnated on this wall while walking towards each other. So it's been a while since I've been here, so I've got to remember to stick to the right when I'm on the sidewalks. Um, so weird, but apart from that, no real complaints. Um, pardon? It must feel bizarre, like walking on the right. Like it must feel a bit not quite right. Do you drive when you're over there, Dane? Um, uh, I have. I haven't yet because. Obviously, I've got enough adults here that are American who know what they're doing. So, um, not yet, but but it doesn't. I have driven here before. It doesn't particularly bother me. I just have to concentrate a bit more. I can't really I can't be on my phone while I'm driving. I actually have to concentrate. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> um, if you if you think you're making some money, we we always respect the hustle here. Um, I think Stephanie Matto gets our Woman of the Month. Oh. Uh, 
She's from 90 Day, to, you know. 90 Day Fiance, uh, and she's been selling. Well, I'll let her tell it. Uh, hang on. Adventure, which has just been exploding. It's all over the internet, which is pretty crazy. I never, ever expected this. Honestly, I started selling farts about three weeks ago. And in addition to jarring my farts, I've also been selling videos of myself making the, the jarred farts, which has been extraordinary. And that's what we've got to in society. Was that um was my ears my my ears deceiving me or was I hearing what I was hearing? <laughs> Did you sell like parts in a jar? Yes, yes. It just made a hundred thousand out. How much? A hundred thousand. <laughs> well she's claimed that anyway. Any any um any any market for um ex football trying to say relevance fast, you know, in a jar? <laughs> well it's only my way to find out though. Give it a go. Make sure yeah, you film it. Uh, how do you get it? I, I need, is she doing a YouTube tutorial on how to actually do it? So I don't know, like, what about, what, what about if you fart a bit too much and a particle comes out? Like, it might be like an NFT. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know who, I'm more curious than the people that buy these things than the person who's selling it. Mm. Yes. Um, because once you, like, once it's out of the bottle, it's gone. So it's not like, you can automate like, and how long does a fast day trapped in a glass bottle for? Mm. And how much are they retailing for, Ralph? Do you know? It's a secondary market, is it? What you're asking? And another oh, thing, what is she fucking eating? <laughs> well, like, so imagine, imagine a hundred thousand dollars worth of fast. It's a, quite a lot of fast. So, how much is it each unit, like, Ralph? To, and what you, is she selling them for? Do you know? Like how a hundred thousand, but is she selling them for a dollar a jar or like what's the going rate? Mm-hmm. What's the retail price for a fart? Could it be selling for a dollar? Should be I should be like, gutted it would have exploded how many farts you'd have to and how do we the other thing is how do we know she's telling the truth? You have to have like a you know, when they have like a memorabilia, you got like a what do you call them a certificate. COA certificate of authenticity. Mm. Like, <laughs> uh, I'd want to, I'd want a COA of that. I'd want the video of her farting into it, but to go with it, because otherwise she could be making shit up. It'd be nothing worse than selling, buying a fake fart in a jar. <laughs> oh my! Imagine that. Imagine It'd be flat. for Christmas. Oh my! So with the fart. Um, for, poor, for Christmas, poor old Barry gets a fart in a glass, and it may be proven to be fake. <laughs> um, be like those Melbourne, be like those Melbourne footies that were going around a while back. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. The reality star went viral after she claimed on Tuesday, December fourteen, YouTube video. She's made nearly a hundred thousand selling farts and jars. I think the moment that I knew, like, wow, I've really made it, was when Lance Bass from NSYNC. If I pronounce it right, mm. yes. NSYNC. Oh yeah, probably one of the biggest bands in the world. Which think. one, Lance? <laughs> <laughs> Commented on my jarred fart TikTok before the the 90 days alum said the video. P.S. Lance, if you'd like a jar for free, I'd love to send you one. So let me know. Slide in the in the DMs. What Isn't the that fuck, nice, man? Well, but well, expect anything else out of what's happened in the world in the last couple of years. <laughs> so I don't know if this is close to the cost per jar. The content creator went on to note she sold around 175 jars for a total of nearly 100,000 in profits. Wow. That's a, so that's a, probably, what, 500 a, a jar. Le- less cost, of course, Dane. Oh, yes. Overheads.
Well, <laughs> yeah, we've got to get the glass jar, obviously. Um, I guess, I, I, now I imagine, like, how much would you have to eat? So that is to win your profits because you have, you'd have to, like, you couldn't just be eating, you have to eat fucking eggs and fake beans and stuff. Like, Cabbage. Yeah, well, and like, how many, yeah, so it's a, well, you know what? Don't hate the player, hate the game, as they say, well. Like, Tell me if you could make a – and how long has she done this? A month, a couple of months or something? Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mate, if you could sit at home and fart into a glass all day and make that's, – that's 130, 140 K Australian, fucking where do I sign? <laughs> so you're annoyed at that because you've been locked down for two years in your house. You, you've missed exactly. opportunities. Hey. Right. It makes, she's glamorised the world of farting. Fantastic. <laughs> now, now you stigma around the fart. Well, that's true. Yeah, now you're, you're Beautiful still – People start flapping around. <laughs> that is perfect. Uh, so, are you across NFTs? What do you know of them? Uh, a non-fungible token. Yes. Uh, well, like I know what they are. Like if you try to explain it to me, I don't understand. It. I don't understand how. I don't, well, I don't understand why people pay millions of dollars for some. I, I don't understand the concept, but I know what they are. Mm. Well, I'm 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 past that age where I. Want to buy one? Well, do you have NFTs? Uh, certainly not. I've got uh, just private school fees. So, the, um, the Noreen, what's this woman's name here? Um, Noreen Arakalian. She's uh, she's making one of her ovary eggs an NFT. So again, we we just we like <laughs> we like oh, make it, make it. <laughs> Look at Sam. Oh, exactly, make it, team, make it. Look. How much they going for? I don't know if it's been sold yet, but she's she's going to put it up at a at a, an upcoming auction. The egg will hopefully become a child, and then will become a child not art. However, I hope the child and its parents will always feel a special connection to my art and the NFT. She said. Oh, they should combine the ovary, the egg with a fart, <laughs> and cash in, on, cash in on both markets. <laughs> Boxing Day sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so how are you coping with the space? What about, what about, sorry. What, what about the good old-fashioned fanny fart? Well, how much are they going for? <laughs> <sighs> sorry, the connection went a bit uh, skewy. <laughs> I said fanny fart. How much are they going for? Oh, dang. I knew, well, the, I knew there was well, room. Well, there was room to go there, but I didn't think you would. You have to. <laughs> we have to get a lot of air in there, and like, I don't know. I, th- I think I think they would make probably just as much, as long as you had the um, as long as you had the vision to go with it. Oh my god! Is there an over 18s category for NFTs? <laughs> well, exactly. We, I think you just created one. Yeah. Well. Fanny farts in a jar and NFT, beautiful. Fucking Christmas. Hey, um, just looking at the papers. <laughs> How do you segue Jeff from Brown's there, now Collingwood. Jeff Jeff Brown's now Collingwood president, just to change tactics. Smooth, smooth transition, yeah, smooth. great segue. <laughs> anyway, I not yet. Um, yeah, now I've got a pretty good memory, almost a photographic Rain Man type memory, Dane, but I can't remember. Did you ever speak about Jeff Brown on the podcast and now that he's president, are you a big supporter? Uh, um. No, I don't think I've ever spoke about him. I don't really know him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was a 
the pies were a complete fuck up there. What they've sort of been for the last twelve eighteen months, I guess. But um, yeah. Also, I don't know much about. In fact, I know nothing. But I think was he had a Channel Nine or something like he that. He was. He was. Um, I think from what I hear, I think he'll probably and no one will be Ed, obviously. Like, like so, if people trying to compare presidencies. I think that's the bar that's been set at Collingwood. So people trying to compare anyone to where they're going to be in for a rude shock where when we don't get the the drawing power of Ed, so to speak, and the power that Ed has in, in the AFL, in, I guess just in Australia, and especially in football and media. Like if everyone, if every supporter out there or every media journalist is going to write stories comparing anyone to any President Ed, well, they're never going to live up to it. If they do, fucking hell, it's going to be unbelievable. But from what I hear, I think obviously Mark Order was the last one. I think Jeff will probably, I don't know how to say this without saying, be sounding like an asshole, but he probably have probably got more flair, more sort of personality, and is more of a front man yep. than, than Mark, where Mark was a great numbers guy, great to have on the board, you know, very sound businessman, you know business acumen, all that kind of thing, but probably wasn't the, the front man that a, that a club like Collingwood need. You know, it can get up and, and doesn't have a problem speaking in front of a crowd and, you know, firing a crowd up and being able to mingle with different people and having the, the personality or the um, relationships with big businesses to try and get them on board. So I think that's what he'll be good at. Um, but, but yeah, so obviously he's the president. Um, so... I hope he does a good. I hope, obviously, hope he does a good job. Um, Twee when, um, thought when, you know, Donald Trump was the president over here. You know, like people hated him, but like, surely you want him to do a good job because he's fucking running your country. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Whether you like him or hate him, like, why? Why would you not want them to do the best for your country? So whether people wanted Jeff Brown or didn't, who knows? But we obviously all hope that. Well, I certainly really hope he does the best thing for Colin, which. You know, they're all say what you like about all of them. or trying to fight on the board and doing that. I would, I would hope they all have their Collingwood's best interests at heart and in trying to move the club forward into winning premierships, which is what everyone around the players should be doing, doing everything they can to help the players on the field. Because ultimately, that's all about winning. So yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, I haven't heard him speak yet, or I don't know. Is the AGM been here? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was so, so he got a, Yeah, so I think I think he'll bring it. A strong voice. He's obviously got a good relationship with Ed, so no doubt Ed's probably got his tentacles in there somewhere, um, and probably still helping at, at some level, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, I think um, he'll he'll do good. Um, I think the board seems settled, which is what Collingwood needed. They needed some stability after the do better report. Fucking, you know, all all Trelaw, Beamsy, all the stuff that you know has been done to death in the past. How shit they've gone. Bucks leaving. And I'm starting to hear he's in the jungle too. That fucking, he lied to me. Um, <laughs> mate, we had we, we this leading team stuff all the time at Collingwood. Mate, it had to be open and honest. And he's fucking lied to me. So, um, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, so. Hang on, we just need a little pause there. How, how, how are you personally going to cope if, if it comes out that he's in the jungle? As long as he doesn't win, I'll be fine with that. Because I didn't. <laughs> Um, do, do you think you'll be keen to win? Oh, oh mate. I'll be interested to see how it goes on the challenge and that with other people. Um, the, 
because of how competitive and stuff. And yeah, like people aren't doing as good as him or doing a job that, you know, maybe half slacking off or can't be fucked going to get the firewood or, you know, not, didn't, not eating a rat tail because it feels disgusting. Interesting to see if he takes on the, not the jokey side of him or it'd be like, no, I need to eat. What are you doing? You need to eat that. So he, he takes on the coaching mental role or the, or the player role or, the, you know, the one of the contestants role. But it'll be interesting. Um, I won't, I won't be able to watch it anyway. Come on, January 3, I'll be, I'll be over here pretty much till it ends. Such well, a shame. The, the way you said that, though, that the, the guy who he might blow off at who can't be fucking getting the firewood, it was almost like you could relate to that. As a, oh, when I was over there or <laughs> as a, when from him as a player, as a coach? Yeah. Um, first of all, when he was coaching, if you didn't go and get the firewood, you'd be fucking, you'd be yelled at. Don't worry about that. You'd be, uh, there was no ifs or buts about it. You need to go collect that firewood. Um, yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Should be good. Hopefully, it does exactly. Hopefully, it does a good job. Now we've had a few talented people in there: Travis Barco. Me, Dale Thomas, and now, well, if Nathan's in it, he's well, if he's in it, if hopefully he didn't like him, hopefully he's not, because I wouldn't expect that of a senior coach of mine to, to tell me a porky pie. I just don't think that that's right. Um, yeah, but I, I'll waffle on there. But anyway, yeah. So the, the board we've got some stability, new coach. Um, now, hopefully, now all they need to do is start improving and winning, which may take a year or two, but. Um, but we'll see. He did a interview with uh, Jared Healy and Sam McClure on 3AW about a week before. Well, I think it was pretty much his, his sort of way of stamping that this is his run for the presidency. And it's very good. He's he's obviously a very smart man, and he got asked about the Ed connection and and their friendship. Yeah. And and the line he used, which was a beauty, he just said, "Anyone who knows me know I don't carry anyone's bags." So, yeah, which is good. I mean, you want him to be his own yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. He'll be good. And like I said, I think that's probably what he delivers more than your Mark Quarter type. You know, he's yeah. like he can stand on his own. And he can. Um, he's got that personality. He's a strong personality where he can deal with stuff. Where Mark's probably more backseat, more in a um, background. Smart, very smart man. Good business acumen. And can help guide it in other ways. You probably not suited for him to stand up and rant and rave and, and be the, the face of, of Collingwood, I guess. So, listen, it's all lining up beautifully, but how, how often do we say this at every preseason, every club's flying, every club's doing the right thing, everyone's fit, 
everyone's having the best year of their lives. Everyone's going to have the biggest and best fucking season until the balls bounce. Yep. Round one in March or whatever it is. And that's when, what my Tyson said, everyone's got a plan to get punched in the face. So um, everything's going along swimming. The majority thing, obviously, is yet to be played out. Hopefully, he comes back. Um, you volunteered to help Collingwood. I, mean, I, was, I volunteered to help. I volunteered to help anyone for a price. No problem. Um, <laughs> uh, no, when, yeah. when they released a statement, you, you were very selfless on Twitter and said you're over well, there. Exactly. I'm over here. I can go to some I did actually walk past the Dream uh, Hotel in Chelsea when I was there, and I was going to go and ask for some video vision, but um, you know, the club didn't get back to me. Um, they were quite quick in getting back to me when I tweeted that the traffic on Saturdays were bad when it was Friday, but <laughs> they didn't. They didn't get back to me um, when I said I'm willing to do some uh, investigative work over there for them. So now selective, we have selective, selective tweeting. Collingwood has got, um, and they didn't get back to me about doing their podcast. They need someone to do that. Um, maybe flies off me. Injury um, report. Anything. I'm happy, mate. I'll go back and list them ASAP. Don't worry. I'll get them off the bottom of the ladder. No problems. Sorry, I need well, to... What? We need to talk about this. By the way, I'm not excluding Sam. He's got a, Sam's got Noah asleep in her arms at the moment. Just wait when you want to speak quietly. Yeah, raise your hand. Yeah. Um, so that was one of your best ever. Not because you, you tweeted it, but because surely I'm thinking, as soon as you tweeted out, oh, how bad is this traffic on a Sunday? And you've tweeted on a Friday. I thought, surely the whole public are going to tumble in. <laughs> <laughs> Even your footy club did. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, they did Friday. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rick, me did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, no, I, was, I copped a fair bit of feedback for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's almost like you don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, well, just because I play the fool. But, um, <laughs> mate, it was nice to see some of the um, feedback from there. <laughs> it, was, it was gnarly, but um, well, what can you do? Um, that's what Twitter's for. That's why we love it. That's why I love the bird. Um, you know, love, love that little blue bird. He's he's good fun. So, what have you seen in the states that uh, has impressed you? You've tweeted about bagels, pizza, and weed. You like yeah, mate. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. I've never been a weed man. Um, yeah. No, never, never. I tried when I was like sixteen, seventeen. Uh, all my Older mates were trying. I tried my hardest, but I just ne- never agreed with me. Like cigarettes, nothing. Like anything goes in my lungs, can't have. Um, but yeah, mate, it's nice to eat some good food. Like pizza over here is incredible. Bagels good for breakfast. Jeez, I eat a lot. I eat so much more when you're over here. Well, maybe but only it's just when you're on. Um, I'm. I'm not, not going to say on holidays. So I'm not. <laughs> when I'm. When I'm living, I'm living over here at the moment. Just living a normal life over here. Um, and like I, I tweeted the, other, the, the worst, the worst slash best thing about America is the free refills. Any cope? Like, you, well, I don't, I don't drink soft drink at home. Like, if I go for dinner, obviously I'm zero zero. I'm driving. I might have a, a coke. Well, we don't have soft drink at home, but not for any particular reason. I just, I don't know. Just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. But over here, because you go out for lunch and for dinner, obviously a fair bit. May you sit down. I like Dr Pepper. Whether People like it or not, I enjoy it because I, I get my. So I have it, and their glasses are fucking, you know, 
They're, you're not your little fucking vodka glass. They're about a litre glass in your old doctor. And babe, before you even put your head up, you smash six of them and you're not, <laughs> not hungry anymore. It can't be good for your health. But like, it's so good at the time. It's just in front of you. You just keep drinking it down, drinking it down. And because they work for tips over here, they're so like quick on it. Like Your glass never gets empty. So when you end up drinking six, seven, probably about four litres of Dr. Pepper at lunch. So that, that can't be good for me. I'm going to put on five kilos since I've been in. Like, you just drink and eat. Um, but, no, it's, it's nice to be over here. Um, nice to be with the family there. The, the, the Dr. Pepper thing's tough. I'm trying to cut that out as we speak. Um, and now that they, the, you know, first sister and I board like heaps because they know I like it. So trying to avoid it as much as possible. And then Christmas is coming up. Um, but, yeah, it's all good. It's all what good. have you caught in sport over there? Obviously, Steph Curry breaking the record. You like you like the way they celebrate. Yeah, well, well, that's the other. That's the best thing. The best thing about living in Australia is that clearly is that you get. I well, this is purely for selfish reasons because you get all the you get the your fix of American sports during the day. So I can wake up at like you know, well, basketball comes on say ten a.m. NFL starts well Mondays all morning, but like about twelve thirty they come on. So, um, so I get your fix. You you're gambling. I wouldn't say gambling fix it. That's going to sound like I'm an addict. But like you, you know, you put a multi on, and you like watch the NBA, watch the NFL, baseball if you like, whatever, all the sports. And by the time like dinner time, and that comes around, it's family time, you can watch. I watch TV with the missus or get Tate and ready for bed. Then we watch one of the shows we watch together. We're over here. Um, I'm bored during the day because there's no sport on. I just have to listen to. Yeah, I've, I've just put ESPN. I have to watch ESPN a thousand times. Watch like all those um, chat shows about the sports, and then by the time the sport comes on, like everyone's having dinner and stuff, and I feel like a, I feel like an asshole just leaving where they are and going and sitting in the other room, just watching the NFL and NBA. And because it's on the because we're on the East Coast here, like the NFL games don't start till like eight, and I don't, sometimes they don't finish till midnight. I'm, I'm not gonna be up at six thirty. Little fucking asshole sitting here just got crying at eight to, at six thirty in the morning. Um, but he's not crying actually. He's, he's probably the happiest baby I've ever seen. He never really cries. He's always laughing, but he's very relaxed. But like he's up um, at like six thirty. So that's clearly the best thing about living in Australia is you get your fix of sport during the day, and then you can just watch be a normal human at night. Um, we're here. It's the complete opposite. You gotta you gotta fill your day with like looking after a baby and stuff like that, keeping a baby alive, and then then you watch a sport at night. But um, yeah, Steph breaking the the three point record. Well, that was that was fun. Um, it was good. He's obviously a very good three point shooter. Um, so yeah, you did you comment there, Dane? Well, I put it on Twitter. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Steph Curry equals. A very good shooter of the basketball. And I also got some feedback about that tweet too. <laughs> but uh, he's well, he's the greatest three-point shooter. He's the greatest shooter of all time. I think, I think that's. I mean, is it inarguable or unarguable? In or is that a, in? It's inarguable. That's fucking hard to say. Um, but yeah, he's he's a freak. I've watched much basketball actually because the NFL's been on so much because of the COVID stuff and. Um, but I'll get into that soon enough. But uh, I'll, hopefully we can go back to. I'm going to go. We're going back to New York mid-January. I'm going to watch a couple of basketball games. 
which will be good. Hopefully, to try and see a musical. But we're going to fly Taylor's mum in as well, and she can babysit. I think she can have the kid <laughs> overnight, or for a couple of nights. What, what's favourite for the musical? Down the phone guide, then. But I haven't really had a look. Um, there was one. We've seen most of them, but there was one or two that the Taylor said that were meant to be all right, which was one called Waitress or something. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't, heard, I haven't done much investigating it. Once we get, um, once we book our flights, and then we know that my mate's meant to be coming down from London. But fucking, who knows what's going on in the world with with obviously COVID and whether they'll be allowed in. Um, from London, if not, we might not go to New York. We might just go somewhere warm, New Mexico or the Caribbean somewhere. But um, but time will time will tell. We'll see. Um, and then if I happen to get back in Darwin, I've got to start running, <laughs> start trying, start trying to kick some. Honestly, that that was the quietest baby I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's just sleeping away. Yeah, he's like club. Wake him up then. It's like clockwork. Like if he has an hour and a half wake time. So if he wakes up at 7, by 8.30, put the dummy in and he'll go to sleep. He's, he's a dream during the day. It's just at night time that he, um, he's just, he just wants to get up and hang out at the moment. And he doesn't, the thing is, I have to get up and go out of the room and go out to the nursery because he doesn't, much like Tate, he's quite happy when he wakes up. But he doesn't realise that it's 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning and other people are sleeping in the yeah. room. So he just... Wants to chat and laugh and carry on at the top of his lungs. They're so rude, aren't they? So rude. He doesn't consider other people. Just, in, just having no. a chat. So, man, I'm on holiday. I'm on holidays. It's Sunday. I want to sleep in. Nope. They don't give a shit, as you would very well know. Mm. Um, and like trying to creep around in the middle of the night. And like, yeah, we're considered um, of them, aren't we? But wearing not like, so much of us. Exactly. Wearing like a little, you know, granny flat. I guess you would call it out the out the back of her sister's house and like. Um, you know, trying to go to the toilet in the middle of the night. Um, I mean, like the flash of night, you need like a a silencer on the toilet. You know what I mean? Like a no, you need a flash. You know, like a silencer on the flush. <laughs> Don't know why they haven't invented that yet. I know something. <laughs> you know, like another one a, from you. Like a silent, silent flush. That's one for your Twitter. Mm. Yeah, because you you can't, especially if you're in like a same room. Yeah. Like, especially like, unless you're um, trapping fast for business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some, like, I don't mind. Do you flush at all when you have a piss in the middle of the night? Are you asking me or Ralph? <laughs> what, anyone not? Since having Noah, I, I need to know. Because, <laughs> I can't. I can't wake him up, Ralph. He wakes up enough on his own. What do you mean? I say I'm saving water. And <laughs> I, I reckon I reckon a lot of people wouldn't. I reckon, I reckon a lot of people would. But we yeah, well, I'm not babies. saying they wouldn't. But I would say like more than I'd, I'd reckon it'd be near fifty fifty. I think with new babies, if you got if you got a child, most of them would say that they don't because they don't want to risk waking them up. I'm with you, Dane. Exactly. Like, like, listen, the odd person may leave a kid in a surprise or something like that, but... Um, <laughs> Who has bowel movements in the middle of the night? Oh, well, I don't know. Well, if you've eaten, come home drunk, I don't know. Well, some people's bowels are very funny, Sam. Not, I don't particularly need to, but... Um, so if you're worried about that noise, does that mean you, you aim at the water or the bowl? 
Nah, bare off the backboard. <laughs> do you line? Do you line the bowl, Dane? To, to again, again just a smooth transition here. Have you caught it in the main brothers? But, but, but hold on. But it also yeah. it is. It's incredible how like, like I can get up in the middle of the night. I can't do a light bulb, but I can walk up. I get up in the middle of the night, walk blindfolded, do my toilet, like open the door, like hit the backboard, not a spill. Maybe a couple of fields, and then I walk back without a problem. Until you noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor notices when she spits on it. Um, oh my god! But <laughs> smooth transition. If you caught it in the Manning Brothers uh, um, commentary, yeah, very good. A lot of people, for, for those who don't know, so the NFL play their normal one, but then on the same. Channel, same service, but ESPN is a two, I think. You yeah. can then listen to them interview people and chat amongst themselves while the game's going on behind them. Is that right? Very good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, they're, then they're very good operators, them too. Like Peyton, obviously, Peyton carries it a bit, but like Eli's very dry too. They're, they're brilliant. They're very, obviously, they're very, very good performers. Uh, very funny, very dry, very witty. Um, we know where they've got people telling them jokes in their head, but Peyton's been doing it for a while now those paintings places and he does a lot of commercials he's very funny um but yeah very good i'm waiting do you reckon that could be introduced in australia you, you haven't had a call yet well no maybe people are just knowing i'm overseas but i think something like, like they had a press read for ed one day didn't they yeah like, they had press read well, they, they, I'm, now i'm not necessarily saying it was me in fact i'm pretty sure pretty I'm sure if they did, it wouldn't be me. Um, but they, I'm sure there's. <laughs> but you would be the yeah. ideal person for it without your yeah. in the uh, off the backboard yeah. in your pocket. But I'd just the, be collecting farts along the way to sell on the way out. Um, at the moment, but yeah, lame media. But you can actually. That is the ideal thing for Channel Seven to do. Is is an alternative one where people go, well, I want to watch, seriously watch the game, or we want a couple of blokes who are mates talking shit while while it's on. Exactly, and I have good guests and. And the thing is, I reckon those two Manning brothers, when they talk football about what they're talking about, like yeah. the play that's just happened, like, tell me they don't know better than Joe Buck or, you know, some of the people that are actually doing the proper commentary. Like, Peyton's one of the top two or three greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, and Eli's a two time champion. Um, so when they actually do talk X's and O's, like, you listen because they're obviously geniuses. So, yeah, I, I'd certainly watch that compared to the, the ESPN normal version. So is there a market for it? I think so. Um, probably, I would say they're probably, AFL would probably put it online first. So put it on their AFL website, you can stream it or something, I don't know. But um, yeah, they're, they're very good operators, very good operators. Um, Did you catch the Urban Meyer um, sacking, some of the reasons there? Yes, I have. I've been hot in the NFL too. So if we're doing a punting thing. That um, sign through the roof? Oh man, I'm going about all my multis. I'm I was five from six last week, and then I was six from eight this week. Of like just my bet, um, gone pretty good. Um, who's playing tonight? We'll see. Well, it's a tough game tonight because of today. Um, today. Well, tonight. Today because of because uh, <laughs> um, of the COVID stuff. Yeah, but um, so it had had to bet on tonight, but. You think the Raiders and I don't know. I'm saying I haven't checked the line, but you think the Raiders should smoke them? Um, Can you remind me of one thing for the start of the footy season? 
Remember I said to you, now's the time to back the Green Bay Packers after round one when they got smashed? Yeah. The overreaction yeah. is such an opportunity. And lucky yeah. I didn't. Yeah. What are they, favourite now? If not, they wouldn't be far from it. They'd be on the top two or three lines. They were $20. They were $20 after yeah, round be one. It would be them, the Chiefs, and the, if the Bucks got smoked last night and they lost their best receiver to an ACL. Um, Godwin's out for the year with an ACL. Um, but they get Antonio Brown back. But it'd be them three. Um, All right, some messages. Uh, just for the messages, there's going to be a Boxing Day sale on Swanee and Friends merch. Oh, <laughs> I'm clearing it all this year. Yeah. Well, no, we, we we got the invoice for, for the studio. So if you like uh, the fact that we did some really good guests in a studio, we actually have to pay for it. So if you... Hold on, so Ed invoiced us, did he? Not for that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very nice for him. It was never the arrangement. Yeah, very nice, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, we've got to pay for it. So if, uh, if you want a cheap uh, stubby holder, swanneyandfriends.com.au. Dane selflessly signed them. So um, go, go online now. Oh, I'm never coming back. So is, is, Yeah. Yes, Sam. Is there room on our um, merch page for some perhaps some signed jars filled with Dane's farts? Yeah, I think that's 2022 written all no, over it. I think they, I think they can. Sam, I reckon you'd be in demand for a couple of fast. I think, I think this would be. I reckon you'd probably this is where you'd probably take over. I'm not sure how many of the how many listeners would want mine. I reckon, Sam, I reckon it could be a niche market for you. <laughs> so you might be carrying the load here. So to speak. From Mark, is Dane going on a New Year's bender? Well, yeah, from about 6 p.m. to 9.30. That's about <laughs> before I hit bed at 10.30. Um, probably, not New, probably, probably not New Year's. Um, probably New York will probably be. We're going, we're going somewhere in Florida the day after or second day after New Year's down on the beach somewhere. I'm not sure where that is, but we've got the kids. Probably New York will probably be the next sort of crack I can have, but. Well, I've got a ten month old. I'm travelling with him. There's no benders anywhere unless we give him we give him to a mum for a couple of days. Maybe Mexico, Caribbean, but might have to wait till I get home. From Paso, what's it like in the states, Swanee? Well, I suppose we've been covering that. From B Christie, uh, yeah, Dane, do you have do you have an American accent yet? <laughs> uh, no, I was actually talking to Taylor about this. I said, wonder if Tate has an American cry act. You know, wonder if Tate cries in American now, or he like when he's talking, it's, it's in American. Um, and like, do you think, I was like, uh, cause he was born in Australia, that automatically means he's going to have an Australian accent. So if he lived here from now, he's got an Aussie accent. No. What do you think it's to learn? That's what Taylor said. My, um, I was kind of hoping for something like that. It also depends on what they watch. My niece watches a lot of a cartoon called Daniel Tiger. So she sounds American. And my nephew, he watches Peppa Pig and he sounds British. It's really strange. And when yeah. they go to school... And they're surrounded by their friends and teachers who speak our accent. They pick up what they're at home. Tay listens to me, so he's going to speak gibberish. <laughs> that is true. From Jezza, what are all your plans over the holidays? Well, Dane, you're saying you don't get to have a holiday. Yeah, so I'm just living in, I'm currently just living and working in, in America. Um, now for Christmas here, they don't have Boxing Day, but. It's a Sunday, so I watch NFL all day. We'll have New Year's. I haven't thought about it, um, as you would know. Once you have a child, you know, no. I used to really love being selfish. Now I'm trying. <laughs> uh, 
fucking, I'm, I'm below the dog on the totem pole these days. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, but on the second, I think we go to somewhere down in the Keys, I think. Um, and then if my mates can, mate can get into New York, we'll go to New York for about four or five nights, watch some basketball, probably unwind a little bit there when uh, Taylor's mum has Tate. And then we'll go to Mexico, I think, Mexico or the Caribbean for a week. And then if I have to play in Darwin, if I have to give back in Darwin, I'll come home. If not, I'll probably have another week or two here. Then I'll go to LA and have a blowout in LA before I come home. And just for the same, I think our listeners would want me to ask this question, given you just mentioned it. Um, what, what do you have to unwind from? You're talking to me? Well, yeah, you said you have to go and unwind. Man, I have a stressful, mate. Uh, what do you mean? I'm wound up like a two-bob watch. Uh, I'm not on, I told you this. I'm not on vacation. I'm not on holidays. I'm just living in America. I'm. It's harder to live over here because I don't have all the comforts of home. Uh, he's he's sleeping in our room. Uh, it's it's a lot harder than what people think. Well, <laughs> keeping your thoughts, keeping your thoughts and prayers, everyone back home. No, I'm doing it tough over here. Fair enough. Sam, have you got a holiday even though you've got a child as well? Well, mum's going back to work, thank goodness. I've got the ashes coming up, so I'm doing... Oh, wow. Yeah, Good Boxing time. Day. How are they going? Australia's smashing them at the moment. We've won the first two yeah. tests. England are almost competitive. Yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's... Uh, I'd like to say it's interesting well, to watch, a question, but it's Here's not. a question, here's a question. If you're doing the ashes, do you get paid not for the whole shame. test or per day? I get paid per day. So I'm doing the oh, first three days you're in I'm trouble. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be budgeting on the five. No, I haven't kept that in mind. And then I go into, I also don't know what we're doing New Year's because it's the first one, obviously, with a child. So we really have to consider what we're doing. We can't just make last minute plans. Um, and then I've got the tennis, which is exciting that it's back again, Australian Open for a couple of weeks and hopefully a few pre tournaments as well. And then I'm going to, speak of dictatorships, Dane, I'm going to Perth when he, uh, when his lordship opens the borders, we, I think he opens them on the first. Hey, how are we allowed? When are we allowed? When do you, when's the opening? Opens on the 5th of February, so he's kind of waiting until school goes back, so that there's, I guess, not an influx of families, which is, you know, in true dictatorship style. He doesn't want any families. Yeah. If, 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 if Omri, if, what, what are they called? What's it called? Omicron? What's this? If the, whatever, if the new variant gets bigger, do you think you'll pause that, or do you think no matter what happens, he'll keep that open? Well, he has said that it won't affect the reopening, um, but who knows what politicians say and what they do is two yeah. different things. We're not sure. Yeah, they don't lie. They couldn't lie straight in bed, these no. assholes. So hopefully they opens on the 5th and we go on the 6th, which is um, – and I'll be there for two weeks. Stephen will come for a week. Yeah. And then that'll be that. From no, Slum no. Rob Millionaire, uh, Dane, would you – what would – sorry, what – which skill would you prefer to have had? Scott Lucas's left peg or Richo's overhead mark? Um, well, I thought I was okay overhead for my size, so my my left foot was only for balance. So <laughs> if you'd see my left foot, um, uh, I'm not left peg. Is that that's not even means his left leg? Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about pegging. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh-huh. Do you know? 
Chirp, chirp. Can we clarify that? Like, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I want to be pegged, um, but I'll take probably Luke's left foot. From Nathan, worst Christmas present you've but, received. Sorry. But the weird thing would be, I'd walk with a limp because he's a lot. I'd walk with a limp because he's taller than me, <laughs> so he throw my body out of whack. <laughs> That's a very good point. You need his right one as well. Exactly. So, in saying that, I'd probably take his Richo's mark because I look like a fuckwit with a foot with a left leg. Well, he'd have to be three or four inches taller than me. Uh, from Nathan, what's the worst Christmas present you've received? The worst pencil case when I was like 15. Because you've got over it. <laughs> well, you need it. Considering how, yes, absolutely. Considering how immediately I answered that response. <laughs> Um, and it was a shit pencil case, so it wasn't even a. It was a family friend. I don't know why. Well, it wasn't even a good one. It was like a little shit. Um, but you know when you have to like, oh, thank you, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right, and the last one is from Matt. Not a question. Thanks for the year. Selfless as always. Math science was appreciated. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, Dane. Thank you, Samantha. And we'll be back next year, whenever Dane's back on Swanee and Friends. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 